Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Tuesday episode, Walking in His Word. I am your host this morning, Pastor Aaron, along with my incredible co-host, Pastor Lucas. And uh, man, we're just rolling through today. We've we've been we've lived already today. <laughs> we've had a prayer meeting already this morning at eight a.m. That's right. Maybe, maybe you came out and joined us. I hope you did. Yeah, because it was great. It was awesome. And uh, so we're just living the dream right now. Uh, I, I get reminded right now during the season of prayer and fasting that our church is in of. The story in Acts chapter twelve, and Peter's been arrested, and he's Ooh, in prison. Yeah. He's uh-huh. in prison. He's bound up. He's he's guarded by over a dozen uh, guards. Yeah. You know, and uh, he is bound up and sleeping in the prison cell. I find that interesting. You know, there's a, there's there's a part of this that you could preach as a as a pastor. You could say, you know, the Lord loves to give you peace in the storm mm-hmm. and you're sleeping. But there's another aspect of this as well that you could preach, which I want to really point to right now, is that sometimes we can get so used to being bound up that we sleep easy, mm-hmm. and wow. it kind of becomes part of our lifestyle. Yeah, and I feel like during this fast, one of the things that's going to happen for me, for you, Pastor Aaron, for anybody else who's doing this with us is that you're going to get some things broken off of you, mm-hmm. and you're going to realize yeah. that you didn't need to live like this, Come on. be like that, and you got used to it, and you were sleeping a lot with it, and now it's like coming off of you, and you're going to get the freedom and the joy and the true peace back that you've always desired. Mm-hmm. Because when you fast and pray, boy, those ch- those prison chains are broken. Mm-hmm. Those chains of bondage come off. And that's what was happening when, when Peter was in prison sleeping and bound. Yeah. The disciples were praying. Right. Praying yeah. earnestly. Yeah, the church fervently. was praying for him, man. Yeah. And so we're doing that right now, and the Lord's going to answer that prayer. Mm, come on. That's going to be good. Let's go to the message. Focusing in on God, I've learned this, that if you begin the journey well, chances are you'll have great success. And we're beginning a brand new year, year and I want to begin it well, and chances are we're going to have great success in 2024. Just beginning right. It is time to seek the Lord, right, until he come and rain righteousness upon us. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, seeking the Lord and 21 days of prayer and fasting next Sunday because it begins on Monday after next Sunday. So don't fear. We're not beginning it on New Year's Day. Eat your brownies. Drink your eggnog. Enjoy the fat of the land. Because 21 days of prayer and fasting is coming upon us. And so if you gained your three to five pounds during the Christmas season, you are losing it during 21 days of prayer and fasting. Somebody say yes and amen. Yes and amen. It is time to seek the Lord. What does the life of Jabez teach us? I'm going to start right there. Number two things that I see. Number one, you can overcome. And number two, you can be honorable with God. You can overcome. In other words, you don't have to be defeated by your pain. You can overcome. Isn't that great? In 2024, I want you to know you can overcome. You don't have to live a life of defeat. Jabez was given a name by his mother. Not sure what she's thinking. 
But you know, this name had a meaning. His name means literally pain or anguish or misery. Perhaps her labor. Now, he had brothers because he was more honorable than his brothers. So he had brothers, and uh, maybe this was her firstborn, or maybe her labor and delivery was so difficult and challenging. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to name you Misery, Jabez. And so he's stuck with this name. Perhaps it's her experience in labor and delivery that she then took that moment and decided to label him with a name that would stick with him his whole life. And you know, you can have experiences that could just kind of stick with you your whole life. Painful experiences, experiences that fill you with trauma or anguish that bring about emotional distress, and it can just hang on and hang on and hang on. Imagine every time his mother called him, every time his brothers uh, said his name, every time his friends said his name, it reminded him pain, misery. Well, we don't want that dark cloud hanging over us, do us? We, he, uh, you know, the, the, best, the most beautiful name in the Bible is Jesus, right? The name of our Savior. You shall call his name Jesus, which literally means in Hebrew, Savior. I mean, there's some beautiful names in the Bible, and there's some very challenging names in the Bible. Jabez is a challenging name. Jezebel, that's a challenging name. Judas, not Iscariot. <laughs> Judas, that would be a challenge. Ahab, Ahab, that'd be a challenging name, wouldn't it? Satan, don't name your child Satan. Don't name it Satan. That's a, that'd be a challenging name, right? But there's also beautiful names. Well, well, Jabez got stuck with a challenging name. He got stuck, and I want you to know that you could be stuck. You could be stuck with what's happened to you, stuck with something that uh, is challenging in your life. Why was Jabez given this name? Well, she says, because I bore him in pain. She might have been referring to her physical labor pain, or maybe there was painful circumstances around his birth, the death of a loved one. Maybe her husband lost his job. Maybe there was difficulty in relationships or the pain of a disability she bore him. Maybe Jabez was given that name pain because he was born with some type of disability. Jabez, no matter the circumstances, had to overcome whatever it was, a disability, maybe rejection from parents or ridicule from family or adverse circumstances. And so the first thing I see here is that Jabez overcame. He overcame what we would consider something very, very challenging. Now, all of us have something to overcome, every single one of us here today. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, a heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. And so you're sitting here in service today, the very last day of 2023. It's hard to believe how fast these years keep ticking by. I remember as a boy, I couldn't wait to get old or older, right? And now that I'm my age, I, I, I wish it would just all stop. Just slow down. Time, freeze. Who was it that prayed that the sun would not move? Was that Joshua or was that Samuel? I forget which one, that the sun would not move. Who, who was that? Was it, Josh, it was Joshua or Samuel? Joshua. Joshua. 
son, don't move. Stand still. Freeze the time. How many would agree with that? Well, the children want to get older, but uh, those of us my age, we want a time to stand still. But anyway, you're sitting here. I'm, I'm just went off on a little tangent there. We're sitting here at the very end of 2023, and every single one of us have something to overcome. And the Bible says a heart knows its own bitterness. I might not be able to identify or understand or even know what it is that you're struggling with today, but I want you to know Jabez overcame his pain his painful circumstance, his challenging situation. And if he can, we can, because the Bible tells us this in Genesis 41. This is a great passage of Scripture. I remember years ago, I went to preach at a church in Ypsilanti. And uh, the Lord laid it on my heart, the prayer, uh, the blessing of Ephraim and Manasseh. Because Israelites would say, may the Lord bless you with the blessings of Ephraim and Manasseh. And uh, it was out of this passage of Scripture. Joseph was out of prison. He now was second in command. The high priest there in Egypt gave Joseph his daughter. He had two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, and he named them. And listen to what it says in Genesis 41. Joseph named his older son Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family. Joseph named his second son Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in this land of my grief. Now, catch the dynamic there. Here is Joseph. When he was lifted up out of prison, he's 30 years of age. He, uh, we don't, we're not sure how long he was in prison, over two years, under probably 12 years, somewhere in that time span. And so he's out of prison. He's separated from his brothers who sold him into slavery. They betrayed him. He hasn't seen his family in so many years. He's living in a strange land, and he now has this wife, and he gives birth to his firstborn son, calls his name Manasseh. God hath made me forget. We can get so caught up in a routine. And sometimes, Pastor Luke, a routine can be great because a routine means discipline. A routine can mean uh, getting better. A routine can mean that I, I know what works for me, and so I'm working this system. A routine can also mean that I've become so apathetic that nothing has changed, and I'm just kind of stuck in this rut. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing over and over again because that's just kind of that's what I did last week, and that's what I'm going to do this week. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it can kind of be both ways. And at the beginning of the of the show today, you were talking about Peter sleeping in prison and how we can get so just kind of comfortable in our chains that we sleep easy in prison mm -hmm. and how that that's not really the place that we're supposed to live, right? The, the Lord sent an angel to get Peter out of that place. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you in the middle of or in, in the beginning of this fast, you know, we're in day two of this 21 days here at Cornerstone is... Part of the challenge Pastor Tim gave our church is to cut out some form of entertainment. That's true. Um, you know, uh, for me, I, I cut, cut out all like social media, YouTube, everything like that on my phone, entertainment that I get that way, which is, is a big part of how I will just entertain myself. I'm just kind of, I got five minutes or I got 10 minutes and I'll just pull up Instagram, see what's going on. I'll pull up YouTube, watch a video, something like that. Yeah. And <clears throat> the purpose of... A fast like this is to kind of break that routine. Yeah. 
is to is to get rid of those distractions. It's not like you said yesterday. It's not just to, to go on a diet. Mm-hmm. It, it is to remove some distractions so that we can refocus on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when you, pa- Pastor Luke, when you kind of get rid of some of those distractions, it becomes really difficult to stay in that same rut of a routine. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of forces you to get out and it forces you to focus more on Jesus. And it's hard at first. It is. It, and and you're, you're kind of like, you're used to your routine. You're, when you're bored, you grab your phone or right. you have to turn on the, the re, grab the remote or you have whatever you whatever you do for entertainment. And, and you got to break those habits. Oh yeah. And, and let's be honest with ourselves. They're, they're kind of bad habits. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a trend right now trying to trying to take off. Essentially, it's a trend of stop doom scrolling and start what's called micro learning. Have you yeah. seen this? Yep. Yep. And that's essentially what we're doing for 21 days is we are eliminating the doom scrolling. And you maybe you've never heard of that term before, what doom scrolling is essentially yeah. is just scroll just, social just, media yep. and it's your doom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It takes you down. <laughs> but we're going to replace that with learning and growing. Uh, hearing the voice of the Lord, praying, interceding, pressing in—it's hard work. Yeah, it's little—it's a lot easier just to just to do that bad habit over and over again and, and doom yourself. Hundred no, percent. We're gonna replace that with some hard work, some growing, learning. We're gonna replace it with 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 spiritual principles and practices. Mm-hmm. Come on, and mm-hmm. can't wait to be right back here with you, everybody, tomorrow morning. We'll see you walking, walking in, in His, his Word. word. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find more information at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see you at church one day. Please do not be a stranger.